Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Big Ben and Friends podcast. I am your host, Big Ben Ortmans, and today I am really, really excited because I get to sit down and pick a brain that I've been wanting to sit down and uh, and pick for for quite some time. Uh, I've I've really only gotten to like maybe one or two times, and actually one uh, one time for a little bit of uh, length, which was uh, at an impact taping in Windsor that I'm sure that we'll we'll discuss later, but. Uh, this guy here has literally been there, done that, seen it all. He is the man. He is a uh, former Ring of Honor superstar. Uh, this man has pretty much, like I said, he's been everywhere. He's done your extra work for your WWE. He's had WWE matches on TV. Uh, he is pretty much the uncle of independent wrestling as far as I'm concerned. If you do not follow this guy on social media, you're literally missing out on a free seminar on a daily basis. I mean, I mean, I know that Bob's not uh, as active on social media these days, but believe me, when wrestling is a thing, this guy literally just drops dimes on a daily basis and it is advice that you wouldn't get from any other person who unless they genuinely care about you and want to see you succeed and this is why i'm such a big fan of bob because he's a guy that i genuinely think wants to see everybody succeed as long as they want it for themselves so uh this man with his experience and just for what he does for the community, I'm really, really pumped to, to have him here for the next hour and uh, to talk to him, ladies and gentlemen, I've already mentioned his name, but this is brutal Bob Evans, Bob. Thank you very much for oh. coming down today, man. And then the, and the crowd goes wild. Thanks, Benny. That's uh, I've had, uh, we've had a challenging day here, as you know, and uh, yeah, in the States. And uh, I'm glad to say that I was at home with my 14 and, and 12 year old and uh, they seem like they were the most mature people around today. So, uh, but I've been uh, behaving myself and I was hunkering down and working on my website all day. So I had nothing to do with any of this. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> so I'm an innocent now, man. Whereabouts do you live, Bob? I live in uh, Massachusetts, uh, Southern part of Massachusetts. So, so I'm probably about, about eight, nine hours from you. I'm about an hour South of Boston. Damn. Okay. So, uh, what's it like down there? Like at the moment, I mean, cause I, I mean, America seems like it's a, it's, it's like this weird movie kind of comic book at the moment. And, uh, and, and it genuinely seems like there's, there's peace in like this block and then next block over there's just insanity. And then the next block over there's, I don't know, it just, it seems very puzzled at the moment. So, uh, I mean, how are things down in, uh, where you're, where you're at? Well, it's pretty calm here. Uh, Matt, Massachusetts, we, we got a lot of the, uh, we had a lot of the traffic through Boston uh, from China. So we, we, we were one of the hardest hit states uh, back in March and April. And I do a lot of uh, work with nursing homes. So I saw um, a, a lot of that, you know, affected, affected us back then. Uh, we kind of kicked out of it and then spiked like everybody else did. And starting to kind of plateau and a lot of the nurses that I uh, work alongside, they're, um, they're starting to get the vaccine. So things are starting to kind of brighten up a little bit. That's why, um, you know, I've, I've had several people uh, suffer from it. Uh, haven't lost anybody, thank goodness, but um, mostly young people. Um, Everybody's like how, young compared to me, but I, well, I was going to say, how young are you talking? Like, I mean, uh, cause what's crazy is uh, I know 20s that it's and 30s. 
right. My uh, a very good friend of mine, uh, one of my best buddies. I'm sure you know Aiden Prince. He uh, he sure. just finished his uh, his 14 day quarantine because he unfortunately right. was uh, was he he got it himself. And uh, it's it's crazy to think that like when you first heard about all this stuff, you're like, oh yeah, all of us young in shape dudes are gonna be completely immune. Like we're we're fine. And then you start to realize as days go by, nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about. No, it's uh, and it's and that's the thing. It's like, I guess I've been at least wise enough to know I don't know everything. And like I said, I've been out there. I, I've been in a way I've been fortunate. I had I think I counted for March. The I, I we spent some time at Cape Cod, Massachusetts, which is a little vacation spot. And we did that with my family in March 13th, 14th, 15th. The lockdown started the 16th and I think I had 10 days and nine miles. It was really, um, it was good as much as one. And she, um, she was, she was home for probably two months. So uh, maybe even three months. So, um, and then, you know, worked from home and then went back to the office, but my kids are still doing the half on half off thing where they go to school half the week and stay home. Half See, I've, I've never really understood the, the point of that. Uh, what's. So, oh yeah. We're, we are starting better to than up staying here. home all the time. So yeah, it, it definitely is. Um, Ooh, you're frozen. There yeah, we we're, we're starting to lag up a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, I'm sure that hopefully it'll all fix itself there. But um, but I, I guess that's something that I, I genuinely don't understand. Like the like down here in Canada, at least in Ontario, I don't know exactly how it is uh, everywhere else at the moment. But I know with Ontario, I'm pretty sure they've got all of the students that are just doing online stuff like for the next few weeks because we're technically supposed to be in another lockdown. So I, what's the point of like doing the half and half thing? Like, I mean, wouldn't, doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose? No, because kids aren't really the, I mean, and this isn't, this isn't a big political stance here. This is just, Oh no. The school, yeah. Trust me. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on TV, but the, <laughs> uh, the deal is that <laughs> the deal is that the, the kids really, the kids might, <laughs> carry it to some degree but they don't really get it and when they get it they bounce back quickly yeah. um so they've been doing the social distancing but it's the social piece and uh they're really starting to do studies on this and seeing that the kids have been the, really affected by this the fact that they're at home they're locked down you know we used to pick on well we pick on ourselves too we have our head down in our devices and these kids they don't know how to interact with each other and that's the piece they miss the most um, so they're trying to give them some sort of a regular existence because it's for their own mental health, you know, especially my kids are so, you know, my, my son is autistic. He's been doing very well with this now, but it That's was great. a challenge for a while. And my daughter's very social. She has a good group of friends. So, but it's been challenging. So they're not seeing each other very much. And even when they see each other at school, they're not really allowed to like touch each other or be very close to each other, but at least it's a social trying to bring some sort of normalcy to it. So that's why they're doing the half and half. And, you know, they still give them, they give themselves. So, so one cohort goes Monday, Tuesday, then Wednesday, they do all online. Mm -hmm. 
um, you know, one core goes live, one core goes on the computer, then they do the Wednesday, then the other core goes live, and it's more of a like a, a, a social thing, like uh, to get people to get people back to somewhat normalcy. So, and it's helped. My my kids have both said that they really like having that peace and being able to go to school at least a couple of days a week. So there is some that's merit to it. And uh, we haven't really seen, we've seen a couple of cases at school, but nothing, no spikes, no big craziness, nothing like that. So the school's been doing a great job and uh, we're very fortunate to be back somewhat. So that's God, great. I hate talking about this it's stuck. So much. yeah, I can imagine. I'd rather just talk about wrestling huh well not you know what i just like wrestling too much hey I, I i do too and that was actually going to bring me to my next question so hopefully uh nobody's noticing our little trickery of cameras changing that we just did right now through Ooh. through the magic of editing oogity boogity uh <laughs> what i wanted to know was um with where we're kind of at with everything i mean uh I'm kind of curious as to what independent wrestling is like in your area. Uh, just because again, like independent wrestling is happening right now, but it's happening in pockets. Right. right. And um, I'm just kind of curious as to what wrestling, where wrestling is at in your area. And then like, I have a couple follow-up questions. I'm curious as to where, like, are you accepting bookings? And if, uh, and then the follow-up to that would be, what are your thoughts on like independent wrestling as a whole, as it's being uh, basically, presented at the moment uh through all of this i know it's a loaded question but well i'm 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 a little more uh, to say i'm a right winger is probably strong but i'm i'm a little more like live and let live with that stuff so if somebody wants to do it and they do it safely that's fine my issue is i'd go wrestle tomorrow that's not my issue but the issue is there's really no wrestling in in state right now there was a little bit of stuff in the next state over rhode island which it, it, all the all the new england states are tiny so they're all kind of lumped in but um and then they kind of just cracked down on on all that and then so anything that's really going on is stuff with no audience yeah but even even if even if you take the audience out of it if i travel somewhere to another state aside from like massachusetts and rhode island pretty much um i have to quarantine so, it, it, and, and now I can't work. So it, that's the issue. Um, I'm one of these guys that kind of does wrestling for a cool, lucrative side hustle, but I don't do it for a living. So um, I tried that and I didn't really care for it. So I kind of went back to the real world and it helped me so much. It structured me better. Um, but my issue, yeah. It, so it, it, I know in Texas, they're doing quite a bit of wrestling, Florida, they were wrestling a lot in Tennessee, but they cut, they shut some of that down. Seems like Indianapolis um, is a hotbed. Indiana. They've, they've, they've gotten going a little bit. <laughs> um, but again, it's just gonna, it, you know, I, I don't think that's the issue. And plus like, if you want to wrestle just to wrestle, I'm all about it. But to me, the idea is to wrestle in front of fans and you know, that I have trouble getting, even though there's some really good stuff going on right now, I have trouble getting, watching the product and it's not me taking a stand against the industry it's because i don't like wrestling with no fans you know you and i've wrestled in front of no fans forever benny we don't need to watch it on tv too right <laughs> and we don't need to be reminded like hey is this the dream that we were trying to get away from um but yeah, yeah so that's kind of where it is and the states are 
funny, you know, and, and I'm not as familiar with the provinces in Canada, but we have, it's basically like little 50 little countries all in one because um, the federal government can't come in and just override state rights. So if Massachusetts just decided one day that they didn't want to have masks and not wear masks and not have people eat outside of restaurants and stuff like that, they could just not do it. And the Trump Isn't couldn't really say what Florida's doing. That's what Florida's doing. But Florida really hasn't had, it's pretty much been done what it's going to do. The whole thing is I've never, I've never said that this virus is fake or I'm, I'm not stupid. What I'm saying is my issue was the masks work. We know that but has the quarantine worked? And that's still up in the air. And I don't, we're not going to have any answers today and we're not going to have any, this is going to be something that's going to be studied for years to see if it was the right decision. Um, but I'm not really, we're not going to get, this is not for us to get into where we're smart men, but not that smart. So, um, but really the biggest thing is just getting people back. I know I talked to my buddy Oz in Quebec and he said they don't, he doesn't think they're going to run till September. So he's, he's pretty pessimistic. Um, I know Quebec's been shut, but they're close to us too. So that's why I think it'll come back faster than that. Because like I said, the vaccine is starting to be distributed and it's, it's going to be hard to say, you know, I think the vaccine will do its thing. I think it's just going to have a natural once, once you get that first couple million people in the, in, you know, in the pipeline, that's really going to make the numbers go down anyway. So, but um but aside from that, yeah, it's really the travel piece that's been the biggest thing for me as far as um, going uh, wrestling and stuff. I'm ready to go now. I've, I've talked to a few a uh, few of our friends, uh, Hernandez in Texas and a few other people down there. And, and Texas was a big town for me and Tim the past couple of years. We, we were there a lot. Um, we made we made a joke that we were we went we were in some states. We, I think we were in Tennessee, Alabama. Texas and I think one more state maybe either Kansas or Denver like Denver Colorado more than we were in our own home states like we really? just we traveled over the country yeah we did I've done close to 40 states now 40 out of the 50 so um so you know we're <clears throat> doing our thing and uh Tim's a little more cautious than I am it's just his personal feelings and I don't begrudge him that so he'll probably be a little bit behind me and jumping in to do uh crowd you know, things with crowds and all that. I know he's, I think he's, uh, he just told me he was wrestling on a cheeseburgers dojo show at the end of the month. Really? And uh, yeah, a burger was going to invite me to that too, but he said that the travel is such a pain in the neck. It's, it's not worth it. So, and Tim's, yeah. Tim's in, in the uh, right down the road. So it's, it's easy for him. So. Hey, that'd be but, great for him though. And that's, that's great that burgers doing those. Um, and by the way, just a side note, thank you very much for, uh, for helping me get uh cheeseburger when I needed them. Uh, if anybody watching this uh, remembers it last, oh Christ, it was probably, it was a year ago. I think it was uh, either January or December, but I had, a I, real, forgot, I forgot all about that. <laughs> yeah. I had, I had a, I had a last minute um, trying to remember who it was. I think, impact pulled somebody from me uh because they needed them for a show and uh and it sucked because i was kind of building the show around them and then uh and i was also i was i was i I was trying to do something for for justin sane um i don't know if you are familiar with him but he is uh he's he's an ontario guy and he is he's one of those guys that 
he should have a million eyeballs on him, but that's a whole other story. He's, he's just, he's so talented, such a great guy. So I was trying to build him up and I was trying to get a name for him to, to build up to, to work. And if I remember correctly, I think it might've even been Madman Fulton that I was going to bring him down to, to work with. And, and Fulton's like my big brother. Uh, he's, he's the man. But he got pulled. Thank God he's so, a good person because he could eat us all. He's a giant. He's the best. <laughs> he, watching him get angry is the is a scary thing. But then uh, I'll never when, watch him get angry. I'll be gone by then. But when you're his buddy, uh, it's a it's a it's it's cool. It's cool knowing that I've got this this uh, fucking ham hock on my side because he's not just a crazy looking man. He is an NCAA Division One wrestler. Like this oh, dude is. Well, you he's, know. Yeah, he's solid. That too. <laughs> he, he knows his shit. Um, yeah. But I needed a, I needed somebody really last minute. And uh, I th- clearly you were catching my vibe because you're like, hey, man, I'll help you out. And I was like, I don't know how, but what are you going to help me with? And then you're just like, I'll do, you know, cheeseburger. And then next thing I know, I was like, oh, man, I, I do. I obviously know che- of cheeseburger. I have never uh, met him before. So uh, thankfully, Bob did the uh, the old connectoroo that he does. And uh Got us one of our one of my favorite matches from uh, the last couple of shows that we've done. It was phenomenal. So, thank you very much for that. Just wanted to. Oh, well, and Brandell's uh, a really good friend of mine, and I know you and I have always been friendly online. We didn't really get a chance to talk or meet very much, but um, and and my whole thing was that uh, I hate to see stuff like that happen. And I know sometimes it's just un- we're not. This is not a bang on impact deal. It's just. No. You know, contractual obligations, you know, trump some trump us sometimes. So we have to, uh, you know, work, kind of work around that. And I know Berger's always looking to travel when he can. And if we can, you know, if he can bring a couple of his students, it, it makes it even easier. And that's not too bad of a drive. He's done that drive 50 times for Ring of Honor. So, um, and I know he's over as hell in Toronto. So, yeah. I mean... So that's and, where we did the thing where we crashed through a table. So I, I, I remember how over, I remember how over we both were that day. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, he's uh no, he's a hell of a guy. I've seen him pretty much from almost day one at ring of honor, turn into like a, just a, a great young man and a good, good young leader too. Like his, his school's doing well and he's, he's, he's doing a lot of the right things. So we, Tim and I keep Tim Hughes, my partner in tough guy Inc. But Tim and I are, we're good buddies with him. We keep pushing him like, Hey man, like more people got to know about you, like what you do. You're not just the skinny black guy in Ring of Honor anymore. You know, yeah. you're like this guy who can actually contribute to the, you know, and, and he does. He does some cool YouTube videos and things like that. But he, he, I think he's someone that could really make a much bigger contribution to the business. I think it's just kind of, you know, he's very focused on his own kids, which is, you know, his own wrestling kids, which is great. But I really would like to see him kind of get more of a, a, a national and world spotlight, even though he is as a wrestler. But how about as a teacher too? hundred percent. I agree with everything you just said there. He not only deserves that spotlight and is talented enough to have that spotlight, but um, I, that's also, but that's also something that I I really admire about him is the fact that like, he really genuinely looks out for his kids. Like he brought two Mm -hmm. of them with him when he came down to, to, to work for me. And, and they were both absolutely just a joy to, to deal with. Like they, they both, wrestled their asses off they both were uh unbelievably uh polite they were very helpful uh very open to feedback like they were just they were that whole crew was great so uh it was very much appreciated and 
you know, that's I'm actually kind of glad that you brought up the fact that you and uh, and Cheeseburger had that match in Toronto and the fact that it was over like so much and stuff like that, um, because this might be a bit of a strange segue. But this was something that when I realized that uh, when when you agreed to, to sit down and chat with me to do this, I was like, I'm really trying to kind of steer away from having a format to this. I'm really just trying to kind sure. of uh, just free flow this whole thing and essentially have sure. no plan, maybe have a few audience questions and kind of go from there. I, I kind of sure. like those a little bit better, but there was, I, I was like, there's, I, I got to have something that I really need to to pick his brain about because I mean, you're just, you're that guy. So, sure. So here it is. Uh, here in, in in Ontario, there is this mm -hmm. unbelievably uh, lately. There's been this real movement from the from like the the youth of our uh, of the Indies around here, where okay. they have very much. And and I gotta I, I I'll, I'll state how I feel about it afterwards. But they're very much on the sense of like, hey, listen. Not only does Ontario wrestling not get enough respect from the rest of the world but canadian wrestling as a whole independent wise mm -hmm. does not get enough respect around the world especially from people in the states like and then their thing is is like when i guess when you think about it like when you go to iwtv you're gonna see like there's an an absorbent amount of canadian content on there but maybe one company maybe two get spotlighted you know what i mean like c4 deservingly so um right and I can't even think of anybody else that sticks out that gets uh, spotlighted from there. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, but when you but when you think about Canadian independent wrestling, you can go from every almost every province and handpick uh, like uh, more than a dozen people that are ready to go and ready to go now. You know, like right. we've got some thoroughbreds in this country. What is it that you feel? Like from your perspective, because sure. again, everybody who's who, again, if you're watching this and you're unfamiliar with Bob, he is again, he's American. We've already stated this before. Right. So being American based never would never would. But I genuinely am curious. What are your thoughts and feelings on Canadian independent wrestling as a whole? And why do you feel like we haven't been able to do maybe what England has or like what other countries have and being able to kind of make our uh, a splash in uh, America, I suppose. I think, and this is going to be the pretty much the same criticism I have for everybody. It's what I was working on today. I took an hour class last night and then I put it into play for five hours today. I built a whole marketing, little marketing plan for myself. So I said, I was swearing on email. I said, man, this is a whole shit show. This, <laughs> this whole thing. I was trying to you know, to put out 15 minutes of content to build all the the marketing and social media and email around it, it. That's the biggest thing. It wasn't the content. It was the, you know, I can, I can do 15 minutes on just about anything and tell you, you know, I'll come up with something, you know, it'll be halfway good anyway, but it's the question of marketing it and putting it out. The biggest thing I see is, and it was what happened to us, uh, me and uh, wild man Congo, you, you met uh, big man uh, last week, last year. And, uh, Ontario with Tim. Um, now I'm not talking about Steve uh, Wilson. Yeah, not uh, Congo Kong. I'm talking about Wildman Congo from uh, Brooklyn, uh, Mike Medina. So, but uh, so he and I got booked just 
a promoter from Quebec reached out. Name was Steve Boutte, North Shore Pro Wrestling, reached out to me and he said, yeah, we want to, I've heard good things about your seminars and uh, we'd love to have you out and, you know, kind of broken English. And I said, oh boy, this is going to be a, this is going to be something, you know, uh, you yeah. know, I'm kind of already rolling my eyes, but you know, I said, well, it's this much. And he was very nice, Steve, right. And a very humble, very nice guy. And I said, okay. So he said, oh, it's going to be at a, at a camping, like a campground. I'm like, oh, oh boy, a campground. So, okay. <laughs> and I'm kind of rolling my eyes and not scoffing at it. Cause it's a new adventure. And, you know, sure. I, I'm kind of done with the sarcasm and the, you know, I don't get too crazy with that stuff anymore, but hey, he was going to pay, pay Congo pretty good. Hey, let's go. Okay. So we get there. It's in the nicest RV park I've ever seen in my life. It looked like every RV place was half a million dollars. It looked like homes, like four bedroom homes. And yeah. then, and then we're here and uh, 800 people show up to the show <laughs> and uh, with table service and wow. $50 VIP sections. Wow. And um, the guy I uh, the guy I wrestled, uh, Marco, Marco Estrada, uh, one of the Jacked. best guys. Yeah. And one of the best guys on the friggin planet in Canada and anywhere else. Um, I knew just, him when he first started. He started in Ontario, was a much smaller uh, man and then moved to Quebec and blew up like in yeah. every way possible. Like and, and yeah, I'm, he, I'm, looks, he looks great. And then. Uh, you know, through him and, 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 you know, had a real good match with that great match with him just because he, he's so good and uh, just a, a great night, just fun as hell. And I met a lot of quality people and then got booked a couple more times, met Marcus Burke. I was in the, you know, and, and, and Burke is great. And uh, a, a few other people met Matt Angel. You know, I, I got to be sarcastic last year when they announced lsg versus matt angel i said boy that's great that ring of honor is finally using matt angel i just wish they had done it in 2016 when i mentioned him to him in the first place you know so yeah um but i i came back from like i went i went up a couple times to quebec and when i came back i told everybody in the ring of honor office i said i have six guys i can put on tv tomorrow and we, and marcus burke is a main event guy and, and a grown-ass man who could show up and demand the spot and at the time there was frustration in the office. I won't name names, but there was frustration in the office because they weren't going to pay um, for visas. And I said, whatever you're going to pay for visas, you're going to get back because we're going to have exclusive to all this talent that's never been exposed to Americans on American soil. Barely anybody knows about them in the States anyway. I said, this is, you know, th this is an opportunity. And I was very adamant about it. And uh, well, they didn't listen. So and that was that. But I, I mean, we had plans. I was going to do a ROH title match up there. I was going to do, I, you know, I, I made suggestions that Marcus Burke win the ROH title in, in Quebec um, or not in Quebec in uh, Nova Scotia. And, Does he know uh, that you pitch that? Yeah, he knows everything. I, oh, wow. I got him. I got him a tryout. He went down there and they said, you're a main event guy, but the, the office won't pay for a visa. And it was very disappointing to me because um you know, I don't even think they brought it, brought it to the office. So, you know, the, the big guys, cause I just don't think they, cause the big guys weren't there to see what we saw at the camp. So yeah. it, was, it was very, yeah. it was disappointing. So, um, and you know, I, I've done some stuff in Ontario, but not as much as I would have liked. And I see a lot of good talent there, Winnipeg, you know, Danny Duggan's always doing his thing and Danny's a talented guy. He's done some ring of honor camps and done some work and, and Vancouver, I was there. 
Um, who's the young man from Vancouver that's doing the New Japan stuff right now? Oh, um, shit. I uh, I was prepared for to say Scotty Mack because uh, he's my buddy and runs no, the, the company down there. But no, that's not him. I've worked for Scotty Mack several times, but that's I uh, love that dude. Yeah, um, he's great. Christ, who the hell is it? So, no, I don't want to say Sonico. Sonico? No, not Sonico. No, the Sonico's Fantas- uh, Fantasmo. There you go. So I remember sitting with him at a seminar when he was talking about the frustration about not being able to come over in the States and show his stuff maybe three or four years ago. And then he had to kind of take the Japan route. Um, so anyway, so I'm aware because I'm a seeker and that weird RV show thing sounded funky to me and we went up and it was good money, but not everybody's going to seek you out. So leading back to your question is I think it's a marketing issue. And this is what I've been teaching. I've been doing this new, you probably been seeing it, but I've been doing this new stuff called the wrestlelife.com. And it's a ton of just, building your own brand. And I start saying, we're not worried about, don't worry about making the wrestling business better. Worry about making your wrestling business better. And the, and the rest of the wrestling business will take care of itself. So I'm really trying to get on people about marketing their own stuff. That doesn't mean that you have to run your own show and make, put the belt on yourself, but it means you have to start kind of doing promos, making videos, doing podcasts you know even i'm i didn't i didn't want to every everybody in god five years ago told me you should be putting this stuff on a podcast you should be interviewing people i just didn't want to do it and now i'm doing it so yeah um so and and i'm interviewing just smart people that know their stuff and but we if we want to make this all work and we're in a different country. We're in a different place. We have the internet and the, the, you know, the old worldwide web and all this social media and all this, all this equipment and technology available to us. We have to use it to the best of our ability. We cannot sit there and wait for somebody to show up, tap us on the shoulder and hand us a big contract. Plus that never did. That never happened. Anyway, most of the people that are, most of the people that have made it big in WWE and AEW are are time honored, traveled independent wrestlers that went out did the drives flew flew around a lot of times on their own dime and bet on themselves and got out there now i'm not saying that everybody has to be a full-time wrestler i don't want to be a full-time wrestler so but one of the things that i do on my site is i teach you how to be a part-time wrestler and still kind of have some of the perks that full-time wrestlers can have make more money and, and do all that but it's not just about money it's about Hey, let's get some recognition. Let's, let's help the area, you know, that, and that's, yeah. that's where a guy like you is going to come in, in handy for Ontario, because I can tell the passion in your voice when you ask that question. And really the biggest thing is it's going to be good people like you just keep shining the spotlight on it. You know, Hey, Justin saying, look, Justin saying, if you're too stupid to, to, to market yourself, then I'm too smart not to market you. So, you know, I'm going to give you somebody cool to, I'm going to give you somebody cool to wrestle and I'm going to talk about you until you you're brave enough to talk about yourself because look you've been there and i've been there there have been people in my life that believed in me and all of a sudden made me believe that i could do this stuff at another level um i was look man i was done in the business in 2007 2000 2007 2008 i was done i was getting ready to retire terry taylor comes in sees me wrestle an 18 year old kid that i made my champ wrestled him in two out of three falls match. And he's like, you're good. You should stay in the business. There's a place for you in the business. You're really talented. You just don't have a gimmick. So I can't really pitch you to impact, but you're a hell of a guy. You're, you're, you know, he very, he was very honest with me, but he was very loving at the same time. And he said, this, 
there's a place for you in this business, Bob. I don't know where it is. If it's on a national stage, I'm not sure, but please continue doing what you're doing. Your students are good. You're good. You're very talented. He said you'd born, you know, I don't know if you were born 10 years too late or 10 years too early, you know, but, and uh, he's, you know, he's always been a big believer of mine. He's always followed me. You know, I was, I, I showed him my first match at Ring of Honor when I, when we opened up at Final Battle and, you know, he was, uh, he was really proud of me and it's like, but that's one of the guys that kept me in wrestling. So one of the things I do is I try to keep people in wrestling until they figure out what the hell they're supposed to be doing in it. I think people quit too early. You know, I mean, I've seen you, you, you know, you're, you're like me, you wear your heart on your sleeve. I've seen yeah. some posts that, you know, I've reached out to you, you know, where mm -hmm. you're like, yeah, you know, you're kind of down, not feeling it, you know, this might be it. Or, or you, or you've gone through some stuff. You come back and you tell your story. I always like when you share stuff like that because it just makes me like you even more, but that this business does things to you. So we have to find a way to make it work for us instead of us working for, for, for it. And the way you do that is you're not such a victim. You don't just stand there and be victimized by it. You go out on the attack and you say, Oh, some guy just thanked me for my stuff. So how about that? But That's awesome. um, your messages like that all the time, not bragging, just do. Um, but, it, it, but that's why I do this stuff. Let's, you know, stay in the game, do it. Like, don't be a victim. Like if you can put a, if you're a good promo guy, Hey man, I can do better promos than those guys on TV. Then cut a promo and put it on what YouTube's free. Zoom is free. You know, you can go on Ben, Ben's show and cut promos and, and, or if you're funny, you can, you know, if Ben's a funny guy, you mix it up with him. Um, tell your story. If your story's real compelling, look, man, how many times have we seen America's Got Talent or The X Factor, all these shows? If you don't know what to do on a promo, that's fine. I'm cool with that. Just watch the first couple of weeks of uh, America's Got Talent. They get people over in two minutes. Yeah. If you So if you don't think you can get over in two minutes, and by the way, it's not, it, they show about if they're, remember, like a lot of those beginning, um, a lot of those beginning videos, they hide what the talent is. They kind of mm -hmm. take, they don't tell you what the talent is. So now, the ability that you have is the last thing on the menu that they're trying to tell you because they're trying to kind of hide it from you, disguise it. And sometimes they do it where the guy, like, you know, he, he looks like a big, like, you know, like a big crazy, like bike biker. And then he sings opera or something. Right. So, but they keep that away from you and they just build him up as this big biker guy. And then they show you the opera, whatever. And then maybe the next, next week they'll say that he sings because his dad used to sing or, and his, or his mom had cancer and she loves to hear him sing. And this song is going to be for my mom. It's always like about a deep human connection. Now we can't, if we're the space alien from Mars, we can't always have the deep human connection, but we can certainly have some sort of a connection and something that's based in um, trying really hard to do something instead of sitting there being mad at NXT for not noticing me. And NXT, I'm just using as an example. Of course. AEW signed 50 people because they made, made AEW notice them. So an NXT was basically uh, everybody made little Taco Bells and Pizza Huts and, pe and, and, and NXT was Pepsi and bought them all. That's all they did. So that's a great analogy for that. Yeah, well, it, it, and, and that's that's how I feel. But if I can't help you build a better mom and pop store, then, you know, and by the way, I, I also say it, I actually said it in that thing that I toiled over today. I said, you're not supposed to paint a beautiful picture and tell everybody to see it. 
you're supposed to tell everybody to see your beautiful picture. And then when they get inside, you show them the beautiful picture that you already made. There's nothing wrong with, look, I want quality. I want you to be quality, but there's nothing wrong with telling people about it too. Not bragging. Hey man, Ben Orman, Ben Orman shows cool as hell. Like his school is awesome. Go check him out. Like what's wrong with that? We have great students. We have great teachers. We have great shows. We have, you know, last time, last time we had 400 people in the place. So you better get your tickets early because look, maybe you had 387, but you didn't have two, you know, you're not, you you might be rounding off, but you know, that's fun. People don't mind that, but (laughs) I mean, don't lie. If you had 40 people there, don't say you had 400, but of course people, people love that stuff, but Hey, it was, it was a happening last time. And then all of a sudden your shows are happening. If you're, you know, if Justin, Justin, we're picking on you. I hope you don't mind, but it's all nice. We're saying nice things, but you know, Hey, Justin saying all of a sudden I can't, well, first of all, it's a very catchy name that we should be saying all the time, but Justin saying, should, if he had a good match with somebody, I should see it in five different places. That doesn't mean I want him to spam me, but I should see it in, on your page, on his page. Hey Ben, can you put this up as the match of the week or as the blah, 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 or I'll put it up as the match of the week for me. And you can look, it doesn't even have to be, uh, I'm so good. Look at my great wrestling. You know, what an honor it was to be in the ring, but I really felt like I, I stood tall with him too. Like if you ever read Marcus Burke stuff, Marcus Burke is grateful, but Marcus Burke is not, will not take one step back. He's like, I belong in a ring with everybody I've been in. Cause I wrote something nice about him. Matt Hardy did. He's like, yeah, I know. I agree with those guys. I do. I am that good. I do agree with, him. but he's, he's very grateful for what we've done for him but he's not going to say, Oh, I'm not as good as you and all this. Marcus Burke's a better wrestler than me. I, I'm just trying to tell the world he is. Yeah. I'm just trying to raise my hand and say, he's not better than Matt Hardy. Cause Matt Hardy's freaking awesome. And I've known Matt since he was right. 20. So too bad. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, these guys are all cool and great. Like that's, but so you have to help Justin as a promoter, but Justin's got to be his number one. He's got to be his own promoter. So, and that, and, and that's how, by the way, that's how you draw more people too. Like that's how the, I'm yelling at you now, but that's how the, no, no, that's why the means. boys, that's, that's how, the boys cry about the house. And then the boys don't do anything about the house and the girls now too. Mm, okay. Thank you for pointing that out because uh, I'm, I, you hit on so many different things there that um, I know you asked I, me what time it is. And I told you how to build a watch. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the, it was, it was so good because pretty much everything that you said uh, I've either thought of myself, which was, I'm like, okay, this has to be it. You know what I mean? Or you've added this completely new way uh, for me to look at everything that you just mentioned. So thank you very much for that extreme, uh, for that amazing explanation. Um, But the, I I think that is kind of what it boils down to. And I mean, uh, I I feel like maybe we as uh, independent contractors uh do not uh promote ourselves enough um and i i don't understand um why that's a thing but at the same time too though i mean i i I genuinely feel like that 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 is the answer to this question like i mean i feel like not enough guys are putting their stuff out there promoting their own stuff like i mean guys like me as a promoter will will spend an obscene amount of time like and people don't understand the amount of time that goes into promoting and putting shows together they think that maybe it's just a you sit down for a half hour on a sunday and you're just you you put a write some names together and you're like well fuck i got a wrestling show that sounds good to me that's not but that's 
if that's they not how it works because if that's not promoting that's matchmaking it is a 24 7 thing for me like my right. mind is constantly going and like uh, that's what I, I wish people would understand about that aspect but at the same time too i, I guess i have this issue myself like where i i have a hard like I, I have no problem putting stuff out there but i think sometimes and it wasn't until recently that i learned this that um you can't over put your stuff out there because you you, you got to realize that not everybody lives in your world. So if you put out one post promoting, if I put out one promos, uh, post promoting this podcast, for example, yep. whoever sees that will see it, but that's it. I don't, I can't expect everybody to revolve around having to go and look me, for that one. Let, post. Me put every, let me put everybody at ease because I've become a student again of all this stuff. I went back to school for it. I took classes on it. Um, I just got shouted out by my teacher for doing a good job over the last couple months. Uh, <laughs> I got a gold star, Amazing. but I will explain this. I will explain it to you the way he explained it to me because that's, I said, man, I'm a pretty, I put up a lot of, you know, social media posts, you know? And, yeah. and I, and I told him, I said, you know, I said, Gary V puts up, like he tells you post a hundred things a day. And he's like, well, Gary V's a millionaire. You're not, you have kids, you have responsibilities. He said, I love Gary Vee like anybody else. You know, his name is Shane Sams. He's out of Kentucky. He's a good old boy. I've actually wrestled in his town before. And he's a wrestling fan. Awesome. So he said, he said, Bob, how many, and I'm just going to use myself as an example because I know these numbers. He said, what's your, what's your Facebook following? You know, your friends plus your, your followers. I said, probably about 12,000, but repeated, you know, who knows, maybe 10,000. He said, okay. He said, you'll be lucky, lucky if you get 5% of those people every time you post to see your stuff, never mind, click on it. None of that. Just see it. So that's 500 people. He said that you'll be lucky. And he said, if you post four or five times a day and you're, you are fortunate and this is not going to happen. This is like, like lightning striking four times. Yeah. You're going to get 500 individual, you're going to get 500 uh, unique people every time you're still only getting 20% of your audience. If you post that much. You'd have to post 20 times and get 500 unique people every time, which will never happen. Right. To, to, to every day, every day to get that whole audience. So yeah. don't worry about it. And if it's that big of a deal, they'll either block you. They don't block you, but they'll unfollow you. That's fine. I've been unfollowed by the best. I know. Um, but that's fine. And if they unfollow you, then don't worry about it. You're not going to see it anyway. What do you care? But yeah. the people that see it need to be reminded how many look. How many times did you, how many, look, you were a giant wrestling fan growing up, just like I was, okay? Huge. But we were still exposed to, how many pictures of, now, I, when I was a kid, I'm a bit younger than you, but when I, when I was a kid, it was Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper and these guys, you just see, they'd constantly flash through your screen, even if they weren't wrestling, there'd be pictures of them, there'd be something, there'd be this, you know, the, the, people don't realize that it's the same thing in social media. We don't have TV to push us. We don't have uh, a product like that so we have to do it ourselves and again if you're worried about people being annoyed by you look i see pictures of politicians i don't like i see people posting nonsense about i don't like this guy i don't like this i see people crying about their work i see and i don't unfollow them unless it just gets too strong but what we're posting is going to be marketing plus if you're tar if you're doing like targeted ads and stuff yep a lot of your friends are never going to see that anyway, just it's because true. they either fil they filtered it out or you're going to a new, there's tons of wrestling people that are, that are starting to join my membership deal 
that wrestlelife.com thing because, and there are new people that I've never met. You know, mm-hmm. we're from Iowa. We're from here. We're from, you know, we're from, uh, Sean from, uh, he's from Canada. He just, he just signed up, but I met him on Danny Duggan's tour, but so what? Like, you know, and he, he, he ran around me for a week, big deal. <laughs> you know, yeah. I still had to prove myself to him to, to get his hard earned money. Exactly. So, you know, but he saw me every day. Didn't, didn't get rid of me, you know, and, and you look, if you're here's, here's how I look at it. If it's something that's going to benefit people, mm-hmm. I'm a good wrestler and I should be on TV. I'm a good wrestler and I can really entertain you. Then they'll go, Hey, that guy's good. I may not like him or I may not see him on TV, but he's good or whatever. And they watch or they don't watch. If it's somebody who's lousy and they're putting out a lot of stuff, it's just going to be a lot of lousy. It's not going to be anything. It, it's not who, it's not who does it the most who wins. It's who does the most quality and serves their customer. Again, yeah. everything I tell you, any kind of marketing or advertising or stuff or any kind of social media, if you're sucky, if you're sucky at wrestling, you're just going to be a sucky guy who yells a lot. Like it's not going to be, it's not going to be anybody. Who, and, and look, there's, and, and even the guys that maybe aren't that good and create a lot of notice for themselves, if mm-hmm. they're doing better than us, dude, I hate to break it to you, but in the, in the wrestling world, if somebody's doing better than you, then they're a better wrestler, in my opinion. If they're making more money and doing more things, like I've had this conversation with many of my friends and people I people I don't even know that well. Why does this guy on TV? Oh, I'm I'm way better than him. I was teaching him how to do things. I did, and I go, but the world thinks he's better than you because you sat home while he ran around. You know, yep. and I don't mean ran around on his wife. I mean ran around and did good things. Yeah, yeah. But that's the whole thing. Like you have to be pro- look look. You have to be prolific every day. You have to put out stuff every day that means something, quality content, something that you don't have to be like, you know, advice and all like I do, but you can do, yep. you know, like cool stuff. Like I'm not cool at all. I'm a 48 year old white guy. I'm not <laughs> cool at all. You know, I'm a dad bod, the whole thing, but you can put out cool stuff. Like my kids, they watch YouTube, they watch TikTok. Like it's just constant. Like, yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's hard for them to sit down and watch a half an hour sitcom these days. Cause they watch 10 minute shows, but you know what? I watch them too. And you know what? I, I watch them differently than they do because I learned how to, I go, how does this kid have 10 million followers? And it's you crazy, learn a lesson from that too. Hey, Bob, I just uh, got a notification that we've got less than three minutes left before my uh, thing runs out here. So oh, geez, I'm going to, well. yeah. So uh, first of all, I want to thank you very much for, for coming and doing this, but I want to, sure. uh, I'm going to, we're going to speed question uh, the audience questions here real fast. Cause Perfect. it sucks. Cause I wanted to get a, some explanation, but we're going to have to do this real quick. So uh, we'll do a, a gentleman, we'll do a, we'll do a part two. We'll do a part two someday. Hell quick. yeah. Uh, yes, so sir. quickly, the first question, uh, monster or rock star? Uh, let's see. Rockstar, uh, lemon and orange. Nice. Uh, do you collect merch? And if so, what is your prize possession? Uh, no, I don't collect merch. I'm an eBay dealer. Uh, collections don't mean anything to me. I'll just, you give it to me. I'll just sell it on you. Fair enough. Uh, what is your biggest takeaway working with Mike Bennett? Um, what a quality human being is and how smart, uh, his wife is too. Uh, people were kind of like, uh, knocking her. She's one of the brightest people I know. Good people. Yeah, you know, we disagree on some stuff, but that's what family does. They're like family to me, so we check down. We check in on each other often. You know, he's he's one of those guys who just didn't get the breaks, and now he's in Ring of Honor where he belongs, doing his thing. So, hell yeah, great talent, great guy. And last but not least, what's the one piece of advice that you hear frequently but you do not agree with? One piece of advice that I give is wrestling is a backstabbing business, and you can't make money in it. It's BS, bullshit, not true. You 100%. can make plenty of money. I've made thousands in wrestling from that from that stupid remark and um 
you know, and, and seminars are a waste of time. My seminars are never a waste of time. In fact, if, if you say it's a waste of time, I'll give you money back or I'll just do a free one. I don't care. Hell so, yeah, man. Yes, well, sir. Bob, thank you so much for your time. I can't value this more than I did like this, this, I want to, I want to keep going so bad, but zoom is about to kick me out. So um, real quick guys, Give me a follow on uh, all the social medias. Big Ben is angry on Twitter, Instagram. I'm on Twitch now and I'm trying to go real hard. So give me a follow on there. Big Ben is angry on all that stuff across the board. Big Ben AF podcast across the board as well. Uh, CBPW Academy across the board. Bob Evans, where can we find you? The rest of life.com is where I'm and where I'm at. Check us out. $25 a month right now for life. If you sign up now before the end of January, prices go up in February. I promise. Awesome. Bob, you are the fucking man and I can't wait to do part two, sir. All right, man. Love you, Benny. Love you too, bud. Thank you very much.